0: Thagra, edase kori.
1: Oh.
0: Shodohi amaya, domaraksha gandha dhori.
1: chaya,
0: sangee deho hai Hare Har 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 It's all mine. Pache pache, khashe hai to Got a robot. Vala varana, gora varadeva, nivasita nira variba, I No, no. da 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 dham Chitta, Chalatila comes, the brother, Mamicha, she's a cheese Pranamamicha Shri Shachitam
2: Adibhutam chikimproktam, Adi daivam kiruchate, Adi yajya kotra, Dehesmin marasudana, Rayana kale chakatam, Geyosiniya tatma bhi, Shiva Bhagavan Vacha,
0: Aksharam pramaparamam, Subhava-tyatma-muchite Bhuta-bhavod-pavakaro Nusarga-karma-saṅjita Adi-bhūtam-sharo-bhava
2: Urushas-chari-daivatam hamevatra dehe veha antakale Chamameva
0: smadam rukva Yaprayati samadh bhavam yati nasyatra yang yang bhavi smaran bhavam kajatyante ta kalevaram tamthane vaike kamteya sadhatad bhava bhavita sarveshu paleshu mamanusmarad yudyacha Mayarpita Mano budhir, Mami Vaishyasya Samshaya, Abhyasa Yoga Yuktena, Chaita yagamina Paramam Purusham Divyam, Yati Partharu Kavim Puranam Manushashitaram, Ano naniyam sa manu svadehya. rūpam Aditya varnam tamasā parasthā. Vajanakāde Bhakya yukto yoga palena caiva. Rūvara avishya samyat Satam param purusham upaiti divyam. Yaraksharam beda bado vadanti. Vashanti yad yatayohi tarada. Yadich brahmacharyam charanti. Tate padamsandrahina pravakshay. Sarvatwarani samyam ya. Madam riti murdhyādhyāyādmana <muchyajaya> prāṇam astrita-yoga-dhāranam om itit aksharaṁ brahmā yaharārmā marusvaraṁ yāprayāti tyajandehaṁ paramāṁ gatīyaṁ ananya-ceta-satataṁ yomāṁ smarati nityashaha Kasyaham Sulabhapartha Nitya Yuktasya Yojina Mamuketya Punarjanma Tukalayam Ashashvatam Napnuvanti Mahatmana Samsiddhim Paramangata A Brahma Bhuvanaloka Punar Avartinorjuna (muchas) Ma bhetya cukhau teya unar na sahasra-yuga-paryantam arhadyat-brahmano-vidu ratrim-yuga-sahasrāntam teho-ratra-vidojana avyaktad-pyaktya-sarvā sarva prabhavatriya Ratyagame pralyante tatraivabhyaktya samgyake bhuta brahma saevayam bhutva bhutva pralyate Ratyagame vishapartha pravabhatya haragame harasthasmatubhavonyo vyaktovyakta sanatanaha yasaf sarvesu bhutesu nasyatsunam nasyati abhyakto sharait yuktas tamahu paramam gatim nyam tapyanami bhartante kathama paramam mamah gurushasaparapartha bhaktyalabhyasvananyaya Yasyanta bhutani, yena sarvam vidantatam, yatra kale avratim chaibanyogina, prayata yantitam kalam, akshani varatarshata, agnir jyotir ahashukla, shanmasa uttarayanam, katra prayata Brahma-Brahma-Vidho-chanam Dhu-mo-ratrish-tata-Krishnat tata Tatra-Chandra-masam-jotir yogi prapya Vartate shukva krishne Kati Jagata-sashwate-mate Ekaya-yatyana-pratim anyanya vartate puna Naite suti parta janam yogi muhyakti krishna, tasmat sarveshu kaleshu yoga yukto bhavarjuna, videshu yadheshu tapasu chaiva, aneshu yad punyapalam pratishtam, adye ki tatsarvam idambaditva, yogi param paiti chadhyam om taksaditi shimal bhagavad gita su parishatsu Yoga shastre shri krishna arjuna sammare tark bram yo
2: go ashtamo adhyay hari o please show the translations from chapter 8 from text number 23, onward, and then we'll read the purport to text number 27 also. So from 23 onward. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama
0: Rama Rama, Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna. Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare. Bhagavan Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Krishna
2: So this is a section in this chapter. What's it called? The chapter? God. Which means? Okay. Attaining the Supreme. Oh, are you all working on that? Attaining the Supreme. This yes. so is relevant, right? Yes. Okay. Let's read the translations. In this section, Krishna explains how some people mechanically try to <clears throat> go out of this world, out of their bodies at a particular time, so that they can attain a higher destination. But the devotees don't worry about it because they're always taking shelter of Krishna. Text 23. O oh, best of the paratas, I shall now explain to you the different times at which passing away from this world. The yogi does or does not come back. Those who know the Supreme Brahman, Attain that supreme by passing away from the world during the influence of the fiery God in the light, at an auspicious moment of the day, during the fortnight of the waxing moon, during the six months when the sun travels in the north. The mystic who passes away from this world during the smoke, the night, the fortnight of the waning moon, or the six months when the sun passes to the south, reaches the moon planet, but again comes back. According to Vedic opinion, there are two ways of passing from this world. One in light and one in darkness. When one passes in light, he does not come back. But when one passes in darkness, he returns. Although the devotees know these two paths, O Arjuna, they are never bewildered. Therefore, be always fixed in devotion. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna,
0: Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama,
2: Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna is here advising Arjuna that he should not be disturbed by the different paths the soul can take when leaving the material world. A devotee of the Supreme Lord should not worry whether he will depart by arrangement or by accident. The devotee should be firmly established in Krishna consciousness and chant Hare Krishna, which he should know that certain, he should know that concern over whether, I'll get this, he should know that concern over either of these two paths is troublesome. The best way to be absorbed in Christian consciousness is to be always dovetailed in his service, and this will make one's path to the spiritual kingdom safe, certain, and direct. SCD. The word yoga-yukta is especially significant in this verse. One who is firm in yoga is constantly engaged in Christian consciousness in all his activities. Sri Rupa Goswami advises everyone. Extra credit for one who knows the whole verse. Take a microphone and say it. Work with me, people. Where's the mic? Mukaravinda wants extra credit. Well, he doesn't want any credit at all, but. He's doing it out of duty. They'll
3: bring it to you. Anasaktasya saktasya yataram upayunjata nirbandha krishna sambandha yu- yuktam vairagyam ucchyate prapanchikattaya budya
2: Cut it. I highly recommend you write the verse down on a card and carry it around with you until you learn it. What do you think? Okay. One should be unattached in material affairs and do everything in Krishna consciousness. By this system, which is called yukta-vairagya, one attains perfection. Therefore, the devotee is not disturbed by these descriptions because he knows that his passage to the supreme abode is guaranteed by devotional service. Yes, okay. Text 28. A person who accepts the path, we need a little drama here. Let's read this together, please. A person who accepts the path of devotional service is not bereft of the results derived from studying the Vedas, performing sacrifices, undergoing austerities, giving charity, or pursuing philosophical and fruitive activities. Simply by performing devotional service, he attains all these, and at the end, he reaches the supreme, eternal love of God. Srimad Bhagavad Gita Ki Jai Divinity and Divine Service Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare
0: Hare Rama Hare Rama
2: It is sam prashnasam samrishto Vipranam Roma Harshani, Prati Puja Vachastesham, Pravatum Upa Chakrame, Sutu Young Pravajantam, Anupetam, Apetakrityam, Dwai Payanovira Hakarta Ajuhava. Bhutsreti tanma yatayata ravo binedhus taṃ sarva bhūta hrdayam vunim ānātos mī saramekam adhyātma dhīpam atititirṣatam tamondam samsārinam karunayāha purānakūyam tam vyāsasūnu mupayāmi gurūn munīnam Narayanam namaskritya, Naram chaiva narotamam, Devim sarasatim vyasam, Tato jayam udirayam, Munayak sadhu prashtoham, Bhavad bir loka mangalam, Yat krishna samprashto, Yenat masu prasidati, Savai samparo yato bhaktya adhoksha ahi tukhiya pritiyata ye yatma su prasidati vasudeve bhagavate bhakti yoga prayojita janayat yashuvairagyam jnanam chayat yat ahi to come pumsam vishvak katasuya not pada yed yeditating, strama ave hikevalam, dharmasya yapa vargasya, nartasya dharmay kantasya, kamulabhaya hismita, Kamasya nendriya pretir, labu jiveta yavata, jivasya tatva jignasa, Narto ceha karma bi Vadanti tat tat vavidas Tefam madvayam Prabeti paramatneti Bhagavan iti shavdyate Tashradatana munayo Jnana vairagya yukta ya Pashchantyatmani chatmanam Bhaktiashutta grihitaya Atakphumbhya dvija-sreshta Varnashrama vibhagasa Svanuṣṭhi samsadhir Tasmade nam kena manasa bhagavan satva Shota srotavya Bhugavān-satva-thampati Srotavya-kirti-tavyascha yad yukta Karma Grant na bandanam Chindanti koviya Konnakurya kata Shushhuhanaya Vaudeva kataji Siian mahatsiva ja vipra Punyatirtan shaiva Shivatansva Krishna Punya Ridyan Taksto Hyabhadrani Vidhunoti Suritsatam nasta Preishu Padreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavat Yutama Shloka Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtaki Tadarajas Tamo Bhava Kamaloba Da Chaita Anavidham stitam sattve prasidati evam prasanna manaso bhagavad bhakti yogata bhagavad chhatva vigyanam mukta sangasya vidyate hrdaya chijante sarva samshaya shiyante chasya karmani shrishta eva Manishvade. Atovai kavayo nityam Vaktim baramaya muda Vasudeve bhagavati Kurvantyatma prasadhanim Sattvam rajastham iti prakatera gonasthair Yukta para purusha eka ihasya dhate Sityadaye Hareti varin shihare ti saṅtya Treyam sitatra kalusa Tanornranam Suhu Hartibad Dharano dhūmas Tasmad Agnistra Yimayaham Tamasas to Rajas Tasmat Yad Brahma Darshanam Paji Munayo Tagre Bagabantam Atoksajam Sapvam Bishudham Shemaya Kalpante Nutan Iha Mumukshava Gaurarupan, Hitva Patinata, Narayana Kalashanta, Bajantihyana Suyava, Rajasthama Prakritaya, Samashila Bajanti Vai, Pitrir Prajeshadin, Sri Aishraya Prajepsava, Vasudeva Paraveda, Vasudeva Paramaka, Vasudeva Parayoga, Vasudeva Parakriya, Vasudeva Paramjnanam, Vasudeva Paramtapaha, Vasudeva Parudharmo, Vasudeva Paragati, Saevedam Sasarjagre, Bhagavanat Mamayaya, Sadasadrupaya chasau, gunamaya guno vibhu. Taya vilashiteshveshu, guneeshu guna pravishta abhati, vignane na vrajimbrita. Yatayavhito vanir, Yonishu kasayonishu, naneva abhati vishvatma. Buteshu chatta puman Asau guna mayer Uta sukshmendriyatma bhi Swanir miteshu nirvishto Punte buteshu tatgunan Bavayat yeshu satvena Lokan vai Lila vata Deva Iti Srimad Bhagavate Mahapurane Paramahamsam Samitayam Pratamaskande Namashio Prakyane Dvitiodaya Hari Ii Om. And now Monisha will read the uh, translation and purport to text number 25.
0: Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama,
2: Hari Hari. Please start with the word for word, and then give your commentary after you read it.
4: Pagee rendered service unto Munaya the sages, atah Agre previously, bhagavantam unto the personality of Godhead, Adoksajam, the transcendence, Sattvam, existence, Vishudham above the three modes of nature, Shemaya, to derive the ultimate benefit, Kalpante, deserve, Ye, those, Anu, follow, Tan, those, Iha, in this material world. Translation, previously, all the great sages rendered service unto the personality of Godhead due to his existence above the three modes of material nature. They worshipped him to become free from material conditions and thus derive the ultimate benefit. Whoever follows such great authorities is also eligible for liberation from the material world. Purport, the purpose of performing religion is neither to for to profit by material gain nor to get the simple knowledge of discerning matter from spirit the ultimate aim of religious performances is to release oneself from material bondage and regain the life of freedom in the transcendental world where the personality of godhead is the supreme person laws of religion therefore are directly enacted by the Personality of Godhead, and except for the Mahajans, or authorized agents of the Lord, no one knows the purpose of religion. There are twelve particular agents of the Lord who know the purpose of religion, and all of them render transcendental service unto Him. Persons who desire their own good may follow these Mahajans and thus attain the supreme benefit.
2: Please bring her... The verse that starts with Narada Shambhu. someone grab it. narada Bhunadashamboo," go ahead, give your commentary.
4: Um, this verse is very um, powerful because it talks about how we should follow in the footsteps of those devotees who um, who have already who already know Krishna and know the path to attaining success, and by following them, we can also slowly attain perfection and then also it talks about how the process of spirituality is very significant because it's beyond the three modes of material nature um, and it goes beyond liberation and just material um, material existence and material things
2: put the word for word back please and just refer to any of the word for words and give a verse related to it from the Bhagavad Gita, Sri Sripana, Shadupatya, or anywhere else. Could you put up the word for word again, please? We lost it. How about a jam? That relates to what you were talking about, being beyond the three modes of material nature.
4: Adoksajam means transcend the transcendence.
2: Um. It's referring to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, so give a cross verse from the Sri Shapanashad that talks about the transcendence and how he's not related to the material world.
4: Um I I don't okay, this verse could be related uh, indirectly, but in the Isha Upanishad it says the Supreme Lord walks and he does not walk, he's far away but he's very near as well, Um, I'm forgetting the rest. He's within everything? He's within everything and without everything, or (laughs) within everything and um, outside of everything.
2: Quote the verse.
4: I'm forgetting the... Call a friend. Tadigiti, Tadigiti, Tadura, Tadvantike, Tadenter as your service yet,
2: Bravo. <laughs> Any other comments? Comments on the verse? Cross references? Work with me, people. Yes.
3: Uh, there is a verse uh, in 3rd Canto, 25th chapter, last second last verse where the word Shemaya also comes to derive uh, the ultimate benefit. It goes like this, Jnana, Vairagya, Yuktena, Bhakti, Yogena, yogina Shemaya, Pada, Moolam, Pravishante, Ya Kuto, So, uh, through Bhakti Yoga we can derive the ultimate benefit. Uh, <laughs>
2: Very nice cross-reference. Do you want to look at the verse?
3: Third Canto, 25th chapter, second last verse.
2: 43. Who can remember what number it is? 3, 25. Who's speaking? You okay. should know automatically. Not you, you know Ardita. Who's speaking in this verse? Kapila David is correct. Go ahead. Was it Steve Hooty? Okay, read the translation. Together, the yogis equipped with transcendental knowledge and renunciation and engaged in devotional service for their eternal benefit take shelter of my lotus feet. And since I am the Lord, they are thus eligible to enter the King of Godhead without fear. Bravo. Nice reference. Now, when you give your class on Bejare Munayotagre, which is which verse number? 25. Then you can learn this verse too, and include it along with tadajiti, tanajiti, tadvantike. Anything more you want to say about this, as related to the other verse?
4: Um, it wasn't particular to this verse, but I got reminded of the verse here on Mayina um, Patrina, and which that verse talks about how the Supreme Lord has a face. So it's kind of also talking about how um, it's beyond. It, like we know there is God, and it's beyond the modes of material nature and World.
2: He's beyond the material nature. Does anybody know what the meaning of adhojseja is? Beyond the senses. Uh, the, the beyond the senses. And Prabhupada also says, you may have heard this in a lecture. He says, adhojseja means the, in, it, it's indicating the entire alphabet. Hmm. And he, he said, he's beyond the entire alphabet to describe. <laughs> because he's transcendental to the material world. O n. Ah and cha and A-N-CHA. Can you look it up where he says that? And we'll read it later. Any other comments about the process of hearing shlokas or cross-referencing or anything that you heard so far? We need fresh realizations. Yes,
5: Prabhu. Hare Krishna. It's really nice to get into the Shastra. Sometimes we may go down a rabbit hole by, in the name of doing research. And we kind of get lost. I don't know if it's ever happened to any one of you. You look up something and you end up somewhere else. But if you if we absorb our mind in Shastra and we get entangled in the nectar of the lotus uh, Verses that glorify Krishna then that will just capture very captivate will uh, It will completely attract our mind and our intelligence and it will be very soothing for our heart and Time will go by and we won't lament later on that. Oh, why did I? click that thing and follow that trail
2: Thanks, Prabhu. I like how Navina Prabhu pointed out that we can get entangled in the process of Shastra. Just as much as you can get entangled in TikTok, and the mind just, as Prabhu said, you click the wrong thing, and next thing you're down a rabbit hole, you could go down the rabbit hole of Shastra also, and how do you feel about when you're repeating these verses on a regular basis? Do they ever come back to you during the day? Do you hear them in your mind? Sometimes? Which verse did you hear in your mind? Or part
6: of a verse? Anybody? Yes? Well, from the second chapter of the first candle. So I'm always thinking, if I can just serve, try to render service to the great devotees, I'll be able to actually hear properly.
2: It's a guidance, isn't it? Like, what do I do now? And then the verse comes and guides us. Anybody else have the experience when we're chanting these verses? Yes?
4: This is a little funny, but um, every time in school I'm taking a test, and I sometimes forget the answer to one of the like questions. I remember the verse, Sarvasya Chaham, Hrishani Vishthu, and I just, I, like, I just pray to Krishna, and I'm like, I'm getting the remembrance from him. So
2: Very good. This is what we heard earlier about dovetailing everything. Whatever we're doing in our life, we connect it to Krishna. The verse we're going to all learn, right? So it's important every day to have a set that you repeat. I mean If you're going to school, make sure you do your shlokas before you start going into the class. And then you'll have that base. And then when you... When you memorize the whole chapter, then when you're driving somewhere, you know this. It'll take me this long to ch- finish the chapter before I get there, and you can keep the vibration going. Otherwise, you'll notice the difference if you just chit chat. Does anybody ever chit chat? What does it sound like? <laughs> it's. It's not. I'm not saying we can't hang out and talk, but I'm just saying most of the time. It, Yeah, what does it sound? (laughs) It's it's a little superficial, and it can just meander here and there and just talk about anything. But if at least when when you come together and you chant a chapter of Bhagavad Gita, it gives, like, okay, if you're gonna have a meal, you have, make sure you take the staples before you have, um, like, what's the extra thing? The sweet. You better have some protein, carbohydrate. So, you know, in any outing or meeting or conversation, if you can include some Krishna-kata, to have your staples before you start talking about how everyone's doing and the weather and everything like that. And if they're devotees, it's related anyway. Vidura asked to... to... Udava about how the the were doing even though he knew they had already passed away He had a psychological need to inquire about it Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai and now we'll chant the Jagannath Ashtakam and the two verses that We learned in Los Angeles Okay Because tomorrow's Ratha right? Haribo. Haribo kadachi, Nindita,
0: tavi pina everyone together, mura nariva nari badan Amarapati Ganesha Tita Pato Hey! Allah, Padre, Napalina, Subhadra, Madhyastha, Sakala, Sura, Seva, Vasarada. paravarasa jala jala dasre nirchiro. Rama vani Rama sura Rama la panke rukhukka. Surangee raja shukika nashika dita jito. Nana, fatta, dami, fatu, ne, Jagat, not the swami, Nana dami, fatu, hot, shampa, he needs Bhavra, Tipa Namu Ka Kanya Sutaya, Sundaya Sindhur Bandhu Sutaya Jagatam Sindhu Sutaya, Jaganaka Nana Pata Dani Abadu ne अब को आ Satsheham Ramyam Sakala Janakamyam sadakale Kale Kale Gita Charito Sāram dhūtaṁ sāram asāram dhūtaṁ pārte Madaṁ sām pārpānaṁ yasoyam so yam krishna sachari turu shetra militha sakathaṁ saradha satcitam ubhayo sangamasikam sankataṁ yantake lamba gururali Ven, no.
2: Who would uh, like to give a little commentary on the two verses? Just put up the translations and then somebody please give a commentary. Say whatever you can about these two verses. Yes.
4: Um, The first verse is, um, as it says, spoken by Radharani about how she misses um, Krishna and Vrindavan and um, seeing him in Mathura, I mean, yeah. Krukshetra. Oh, is not the same because she misses um, the village-like atmosphere. And the second verse is a film song that was sung by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which almost parallels this verse, but is about um, the film romance that was going on. And it's a good example of how we can use anything in the material world that we see that reminds us of Krishna and incorporate it in that same way.
2: Nice. Very good. Who could say more?
6: If you know more, please say more. Yes. I was thinking about the verse that we chant during the Mangalachara, and how that relates to these two verses because um, the second verse that we sing is the verse that Sri um, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu used to sing during the Rathi Yatra, and everybody would be really confused about why he's singing it because it doesn't seem like something you'd sing to the Lord. But then um, Rupa Goswami, after hearing Mahaprabhu sing this, he composed this parallel verse which uh, has um, like a very similar mood to it, but it's written in the mind of Sri like, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and it sort of exemplifies the meaning of the Sri Chaitanya mano Vishtam because only Rupa Goswami like could actually understand why Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is singing this verse. Very
2: good. Excellent. Now we're going somewhere. So who can say just a little bit more? Maybe about the history of it, how it all happened, Pavanibakshi.
7: i was remembering when you when you spoke in la Ratyatra about these two verses it was such a nice class and uh, you reminded all of us that here uh, yeah, radharani and everybody are at dwark um, at kurukshetra getting krishna uh, they want krishna back to vrindavan similarly when we are pulling the ropes uh, we are bringing krishna towards our heart and that's what we are doing in um, uh, during the Ratyatra. yatra so with that mood if we go to the Ratyatra that this is where I am now bringing Krishna closer to my heart and how can I keep my heart more and more clean and uh, be a very pure person for Krishna to reside in my heart because uh, similar to how guests come to our home, we keep our homes very nice and clean. Uh, we need to make our hearts so pure with the process of chanting and all the devotional service that Krishna will say, yes, this is the house, the beautiful place I want to reside in.
2: Very nice. And so when people come to our house, it may not even be a process of cleaning, but more of hiding. <laughs> How can we get rid of all this stuff? Where can you cram it into the... But in devotional service, we actually try to really get down to the point of only having those things that are necessary for engaging in Krishna's service. Who can say a verse from the Upadesha that indicates this? as one of the main aspects of practicing devotional service. Go ahead, Anishri. You got it. If you got it wrong, just say it wrong and then we'll correct you. It has something to do with extreme, extremes. It starts with Ati. Don't say there's a question, say
8: there's an answer. Go ahead.
2: Explain a little bit just the context of the verse, what it means, what's the first part.
8: Alright, so the verse talks about six kinds of things we shouldn't do to advance a devotional service, like um, over endeavoring overeating etc and it's followed by six kinds of things we should do so um,
2: can you name any of the things we shouldn't do and call a friend
8: gossiping for yeah
2: yeah there's that word where you get two for one what's the word where you get two for Two for one, a two for. Niamagraha. Niamagraha. It's like if. What does Niamagraha mean? Give it to Tulsi, she'll explain. I don't
8: remember which pronunciation is which, but one of them. will
2: give you a way to remember it. Like, Niamagraha, it's like it's extended, the vowel is extended, so you're doing it uh, just for the sake of doing it. And dear, Niamagraha, like, ugh, like, oh, you gave up altogether.
8: Well, yeah, so one of them is basically overextending the vet principles are going out of the way um, for what's actually prescribed and then the other one is essentially doing it according to your whims.
2: Yeah, it's like you're doing it but you're not uh, aware of why you're doing it. You're just doing it for the sake of doing it without considering anything. I can, is that possible, to do a practice without thinking about why you're doing it? Yes. That's niyamagraha, And niyamagraha means You just stop doing it. So he says, don't do either one. You do it, but do it purposefully. Be in it. Be very conscious of why you're doing it. Yes?
8: And then uh, the next two are um, Janasanga, which is associating with non-devotees. What's that
2: seem, what's that look like? What's associating with non-devotees look like? Give me an example.
8: Um, Going out of your way to like associate with them when it's not
2: um, necessary. What well, we do non-devotees do, generally? As compared to devotees, like on a Saturday morning?
8: Watch cartoons. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then so Janashangash. Yeah, go ahead. And then there's lowlyam, which is greed. Greed. Okay. And uh, Prabhu said something, too, about... Which one did you say? over No. Atyahara, prayashas, cha, prayashas. Balaram, any more? Over collecting. Atyahara means, ati means extreme, so ahara means eating. Atyahara means extreme eating, or it also means extreme collecting. Atyahara, prayashas. What is prayash? Prajalpa, Nimagraha, you get two for one follow rules of regulations, but not knowing why you're doing it, or just giving them up altogether and say, I think I'll skip today. Skip one day, you skip a week. You skip a week, you skip a month. You skip a month, you skip a year. You skip a year, you skip a decade. You skip a decade, you skip a lifetime. And then he's like, oh, what happened? And then you have to beg Krishna next time you're in the womb. I'll take it more seriously next time. Really, I will. So better to do it now, right? And then Janashangas Jaloli, Yamcha. Cha. Yam. Don't be greedy. Go preman Haribo. Shrimad with class. Funch a gop the Rishja, Krippus in the Bay, which up a Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.
0: Hare Krishna.
2: Jaya Radha Mahava
0: Jaya Kunja Bihari Jaya Radha Jaya Radha Madhava, Jaya Kunjabi Hari. Just so
6: tam mahayanas ketam aranjayavanarutamam aranjayavanarutamam devim sarasvatim vyasam devim sarasvatim vyasam Tatoja jayamudireye tato jayamudireye sing another verse nasht prae shubadreshu nasht
2: prae shubadreshu
6: nityam bhagavatam sevaya Bhagwati Uttama Masloke, Bhagwati Uttama Masloke, Bhakti Bhakti Nashiki, Bhakti Nashiki, General One more. Shinvatam Krishna, Shenvatamsvarkatha Krishna, Punya Punya Let us
2: first offer our respectful obeisances to His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and to all the great acharyas in the line of disciplic succession. And today we will discuss a few idioms and cliches. Cliches in reference to the Shastra. We'll try to bring out some points together, all of us, about uh, these clichés. Oftentimes, well, cliché means something that's been used so much that you hardly even notice it anymore. And it's anathema to those who are trying to speak or write in a, a way that uh, stimulates the mind because we hear it so many times that, that is, we hear a phrase so many times that it, a barely penetrates our ears. We just take it for granted. But these came from somewhere. And they actually have meaning. It's just they've been overused. And today, we'll look at a a few of them and then try to trace back through human psychology where they came from and look in the Shastra and see if we can find um, a way to explicate them so that we can utilize them in our own lives. Does that sound okay? Now, there's a concept called cat in the basket. And that is that once a priest was teaching his acolytes about how to perform a wedding. And as he was setting it up and as all his students were watching him and writing down everything in their notebook, there was a rambunctious cat that came into the room again and again through a little hole that was in one of the walls. And I don't know what kind of church that was, with holes in the walls. But in any case, the cat was disturbing everybody. So the priest, a cat lover himself, called the cat over, ordered a little bowl of milk, and got a basket with a tiny little blanket inside. And he gave the cat some milk. And then he petted it until it purred, put it in the basket, and said, hey, go to sleep now. And the cat fell fast asleep in the basket. So students, of course, observed everything. And several years later, when the priest was out of station and the students were to perform the wedding, they went through their meticulous notes. And as they were about to start, one of them called out, wait a minute, where's the cat in the basket? (laughs) We have to find a cat, put it in a basket. He gave him milk. And so they searched for a cat. They brought him in. They got some milk, they petted the cat, put him in the basket, and he fell asleep and said, ah, now we can start. And oftentimes we find in the practice of Krishna consciousness, there's a sense of niyamāgraha. I'm doing something, but I don't know why I'm doing it. Where did it come from? Not just in Krishna consciousness. People do this by cultural momentum, oftentimes. People will be born into a tradition. And it's like, why do you do that? But well, everyone else does. That's just how I was raised, and we get attached to it on a visceral level, but not at a very meaningful level. So it's important in all aspects of our lives, based on the verse Anasak Tasyvishayanyatarham Upayunjita, Nirbanda Krishna Sambande, Yuktam Vai Ragdimuchite, Prapanchikataya Buddhya Harisam Bandivastina, Mumukshavi Pratyagyo Vairagyam Palgukatyate, that we learn how to connect everything with Krishna, everything. And if we renounce things in the world without seeing their relationship to Krishna, or how they can be utilized, this is called valgu bhairagya. And why is it called that? Because there's a river, Palgu and it's dry on top. But if you put your hand in the sand and push it down a little further, you're going to find that there's some water there running beneath the ground. And in a similar way, those who renounce the world based on a superficial understanding, underneath are actually attached to the material world. So through the process of Krishna consciousness, we come to see how everything relates to Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, when he was teaching grammar and logic to his students, remember that, when he did that? Were any of you there? Maybe. You were in the class. And He related everything to Krishna. He had actually, through the association apparently of Srila Ishvara Puri, become so filled up with love for Krishna. After his initiation, then when he came back and he taught in his normal classes, everyone thought, well, this is different. Everything means Krishna. Krishna's everywhere. Krishna's within everything, within all these words. And it's actually true. The origin of everything is Krishna, correct? Can you prove it? Okay, give me three verses to prove it, that Krishna is the origin of everything. Krishna Saka with the microphone for full credit, otherwise you get only 1% credit.
3: Um, All the material and spiritual worlds, worlds emanates from me. The rest, So everything comes from Krishna. Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita.
2: <laughs> the verse says a little more about the attitude of somebody who realizes that. Very good, by the way. Uh, uh, but can you say more? Who can say more about the verse? There's a lot in this verse. You can always grab a Bhagavad Gita. They're in the cupboard back there. Grab a Gita. Go ahead. Extra points for Balaram, because he actually got up and got a Gita. Feel free to uh, take any resource. You can look on your phone. You can call a friend, ask somebody. It's all available to us. So in studying Shastra, or Just one Gita is okay, or whatever you like. Just look it up. Aham sarvasya prabhavo matak sarvan Yes. Say more. Go ahead.
6: I am the source of all spiritual and material worlds. Everything emanates from me. The wise who perfectly know this engage in my devotional service and worship me with all their hearts.
2: See, that's a very important part. The wise who fully know this worship me with all their hearts. So when we have this sense that Krishna is within everything, within the various uh, movements in the world, for instance, the time factor is Krishna, right? Yes. Say yes. yes. So how, how could you prove that in the Bhagavad Gita? Where does it say that anywhere in Shastra that Krishna is time, the time factor? Where? Where? Say in the mic. Hare
7: Krishna Maharaj. I don't know the full verse. I'll That's say.
2: all right. Just Even if you have a fragment of verse, don't apologize for it. Just boldly put it forward. And then everyone will think, well, you know the whole thing anyway. But you don't have to know the whole thing. You just have to have... Anywhere you can grab on is okay. Be confident and be uh, bold.
7: Krishna says, I think, 11th verse.
2: No, I think. Just say it.
7: Okay. Sri Bhagavan, Kalosmi loka kshayakrit pravritho lokaan samahartha miha pravrithaha rite nā bhavishanti sarve evasthita pratyanika nikesu yodaha Kalosmi. Kalosmi means? Yeah, the Supreme Personality of Godhead said, Time I am, the great destroyer of the worlds. And I have come here to destroy all people. With the exception of you, the Pandavas, all the soldiers here on both sides will be slain.
2: Bravo. Very well done. So, we can see Krishna within time. Can we see Krishna within water? How about if you get a drink of water? Who said yeah? So, is Krishna that taste? Prove it. That's a well-known verse, eh? Go ahead, do you know it? Who knows it? Yes, you go ahead. When she says it, you look it up.
7: Pranavak. Shabde. Shabdeke. Shabdushu.
2: So this first says a lot, right? The first line says. Rasoham ya aso Apsu, the taste of, of Apsu, of water, is me. The taste, I'm the taste of water, Krishna says. So if you taste water, then you're tasting who? Correct. So, and then what's the rest of the verse say? Rasoham Apsukonteya, prabhashmi yo. what does that mean? Okay, see if there's any light in here. You see the light of the sun? Is that Krishna? Can you prove it? Yes. (laughs) Shabda (laughs) ke purusham So ke means? Is there ether? It's space. And shabda means? Sound. Shabda ke purusham So first, shabda ke means within ether. Ke means within ether. Shabdake, the sound within ether. You hear any sounds? Yes. How about this? Yes. You hear that? Yes. What is that? Krishna. Krishna. Shabdake, Purusham Means? Heavenly Do you ever see anybody does a, something that's unusual on TikTok? Did you see it? <laughs> Someone could balance a bottle on their nose or something like that. What's that? Krishna. Yeah, of course, they're all puffed up thinking they did it. But actually, it's Krishna doing it. Parashamda shu. Then? Pranavak sarva vede. What's pranavak? Om. Everyone say, Om. What's that? Krishna. It's Krishna. Pranavak sarva shu In all the Vedas, this Omkar, sarva shu shabda ke shu. Okay. Rasoham apsakontaya prabashmi shashi shuryo yo pranavak sarva shu I just uh, moved it to the second part. So Okay, so all those ways we can see Krishna within everything at, at all times. And then we can engage everything in his service, connect it to him. And that's the process of devotional service. And then when we do connect anything, any energy to, the, to Krishna, then what happens to it? Does it become spiritualized? Can you prove that from the Bhagavad Gita? We need solid proof. Give me a Sanskrit verse. Yes. Apargurangi. she got the look, the smile on her face that Krishna revealed the verse to her. Go ahead.
8: I heard it for the first time here in the class. It's from the fourth chapter. Yes. Brahmarpano brahma havi brahmagno brahma neva
2: karma samadina bravo so what what is the example he's giving krishna is giving an analogy there what's the analogy it's a fire yagya and you've all seen a fire yagya within recent memory right yes. okay so what do you need to do the fire yagya you need you need some ghee, right? Okay, you gotta have ghee. No margarine, no corn oil, you gotta use ghee. Okay, so you got ghee, and what else, what other things, uh, tools are you gonna use? Fire, wood, coconut, uh, banana, spoon, some flowers, right? So all these things Krishna says because you're sitting there engaging them. And who does it? Sri Vas So. You got Srivas Pandit, you got the fire, you got the spoon, you got everything. There's bricks. So, Krishna is saying because all these things are right now being used as service to me, they all become Brahman. They're no longer matter, they become transformed into spirit. And Prabhupada mentions in his purport that this is the art of Krishna consciousness, transforming matter into spirit. Now, for 20 points. What is the most used analogy, what is Prabhupada's analogy that he most uses to explain this principle? Yes. Okay, got to be faster. We've got Krishasaka here. You'll get your chance for 20 more points.
6: Srila compares uh, iron and fire. Iron is, uh, when we put iron in the fire for a long time, it becomes like fire. So anything which is material, when it is offered to Krishna, it can become Krishnaized.
2: Perfect. Perfect. And it's it's such a good analogy. You can use it to help people understand this principle, To help, to remind yourself of the principle. Whatever you have, whatever you're doing, if you connect it to Krishna, then it becomes spiritualized, it becomes Brahman, because it's rightfully connected to Krishna, because everything's connected to Krishna. Now I have a trick question for 40 points if you want to make up for it. If you see something in your world, do you have a world? Yes. You all have a little world? Okay. We all have some world we live in. If you see something in your world, and it's not related to Krishna, N-O-T, not related to Krishna, what is it? So you've got to... Tell me what it is, illusion, but I want proof. Where's the verse that proves it? Uh Uh-oh, come on, Mataji. Okay, everyone say what it is. No, no, not the verse. What is it when you see something? Let's see something. It's maya, which means that which is not, and Mukaravinda Prabhu has the verse right on the tip of his tongue.
3: Rite Artham Yat Pratiyatana Pratiyatachatmani Tat Vidyad Atmano Mayam Yathabhaso Yathatama So Rite Artham Yat Pratiyataya Whatever seems to appear to be true uh, without that is separate to me is, is a maya. Um, that's what uh, brahma Lord Krishna is saying to Brahma and then uh, and he gives an analogy of Yathabhaso Yathatama like if there is no sunlight without sunlight uh, it appears darkness is similar, like whatever is existing without my ex- ex- existence, that is Maya.
2: Right. So this is Krishna speaking directly to his friend, Brahma. How do you know Brahma and Krishna are friends? Because they shake hands at the end, like this. And he says, Bhadramte. Badramte, Good luck, Brahma. Okay, so... <laughs> So the first idiom or cliche that we'll go into is digging your own grave. Have you ever heard this before? You're digging your own grave. What does it mean and how does it relate to Shastra? How can you relate it? First say what it means. If somebody says to you, to somebody else, you're digging your own grave, what does it mean? Yes, Shamalungi.
9: So in like simple words, it'll be like calling for my for own destruction, for your own destruction.
2: Give us a, like a, an example, like somebody, some scenario,
9: somebody like is a mother smok-
2: saying it to a son or a daughter, like, you know. By smoking,
9: or, like, you know, if somebody's smoking, we can say that you're, uh, you're digging your own, own grave. grave yeah. Okay.
2: So now let's go a little bit into, does everyone agree with that, digging your own grave? Have you ever heard it before? Yes. You're digging your own grave. So isn't that a, a, a funny kind of analogy? you got this shovel, you got to pull out of land, and it's like somebody goes, hey, you're digging your own grave. So that's a little shocking, actually, if you think about it. So how does that relate to Srimad Bhagavatam? Or Bhagavad Gita? Yes, Prabhu. We need a microphone for the back row. Hare Krishna.
10: Um, I don't know if this is the right analogy, but I was thinking of the story of Avanti Brahman from Bhagavatam where he talks about his misfortune, and then he says, "No one but me is responsible for my own suffering." So I was thinking of digging your own grave. Thinking Why did
2: you think it wasn't the right analogy?
10: Um, I wasn't sure if that's what you had in mind. We'll just
2: boldly put it forth anyway, and if it's if it's way off, then we'll all berate you and say what a horrible thing you said so say more about the avanti brahmana and the context i think it's really nice what you're saying please expand upon it um and in the meantime somebody grab the book where the avanti Brahmana is explained who knows what canto it's from 11 canto who knows who's speaking the story krishna to whom udava so it's in the Udderva Gita and balarams almost got it so go ahead.
10: Um, so from what I remember, he's to have materially good uh, life, and then he goes to reversals where he loses his material life, family, and then he ends up in a really uh, a big predicament. And he looks back on his life, and he realizes that it's uh, no one but ourselves are responsible for our suffering. And he, I think he also claims that the mind is our can be our biggest enemy, if, if I remember. So he, he he holds himself responsible for his
2: misfortune. Such a nice point you're making. So, yes, Krishna points out to him, to he's saying to Uddhava, and in relationship with the Avanti Brahma, did you want to make another point? He says that the mind, you can find this verse, it's near the beginning of the chapter, the, the mind has fearsome godlike powers over the soul. And it's only for the sake of that errant mind that we've been in the material world since a time immemorial. And the Avanti Brahmana is famous. There's an utterance from the Avanti Brahmana in that chapter that has become a sannyas mantra. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uttered it right after he took sannyas. And therefore, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta used to give it to anybody who takes sannyas. And because it's in the Bhagavatam, if you want to keep the mood of being a sannyasi in your heart, then you can say the verse too. Does anybody want to keep that mood in their heart? Yes. Sannyas. <laughs> Nyas means where you place something. Like when we do this, om. You say the, the verses when I do. Yes. Kesha Yeah. So this is called a nyasa, where you place something, where it's properly placed. You put it in the place you're supposed to put it. And sang, as you know from Sankirtan, sankirtan, it means complete. So when you have this sannyasa, you know where everything goes and how to utilize everything in Krishna's service that makes you a sannyasi, because you know how to utilize everything for Krishna. So, the verse he says, is a verse of determination. He declares, "I shall cross over the insurmountable ocean of material existence by being firmly fixed in the service of Krishna." This was approved by the previous acharyas, who are fixed in firm devotional Lord. Paramatma, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that. And it comes from this story of the Avanti Brahmana. And um, so we're discussing how how this relates to the idiom digging your own grave. And Prabhu pointed out that there's a way in which this relates to that because he has this attitude that whatever I have now or don't have, it's because of my past activities so just a little more about the avanti brahmana he was a very wealthy agriculturalist and there was a, a de, there was a fault in his personality he was very stingy and he didn't give charity to anybody he never gave back to the demigods he was very wealthy he could have given but he didn't give and one time, he performed a yagya. And he had a little twinge of devotion in his heart. Now, what happened to him over time was because he was so stingy and he didn't give anything to the demigods, made, made no uh, um, offerings, gradually he lost everything. And it came down to uh, a point where he was homeless. Everyone left him. and He was now separated from his family. And what was left was, in all of that, fortunately, was that little spark of devotion that he had expressed when he did one of the yajyas. And this is what compelled him, impelled him, to go out and wander in the world and just dedicate himself to Krishna. And as he was moving about the world, he was mistreated everywhere he went, because everyone remembered that he was a stingy agriculturalist. And they berated him for taking this renounced order of life. They said, you're just a cheater. And they said in s- sarcastical ways, cynical ways, oh, look at you. You're, you're so graceful as you move through the world, just like a duck. And sometimes people would beat him. Sometimes people would urinate on him. Sometimes they would throw feces on him. They would entrap him in certain places and criticize him. And what does the Avanti Brahmana say about all that? Well, one of the things he says is, who can you blame when you bite your own tongue? Anybody here ever bite your own tongue? Who did you blame? (laughs) You look around. (laughs) You can rail against the world, but you bit your own tongue. So he says, whatever is coming to me, I made that situation because of my activities. Who wants to expand on that with some Shastra? Who Who can give some references to other places in Shastra that talk about how Krishna's hand is in one uh, losing something, what the attitude is when we end up in a certain situation where we feel bereft. Navina Prabhu.
5: Tatenukampam susamikshamana bunjana Makritam vipakam Hridvagva bhubirvidadan namaste jiveti o muktipate sadaya bhag This verse explains the attitude of a devotee who is accepting these reversals of fortune when things are taken away or things go south, and he's seeing it as the Lord's mercy, and he patiently waits, knowing fully well that it's part of Krishna's plan. Krishna has my best interest at heart. So such a devotee, such a person... Uh, liberation, or bhakti, is his rightful claim. It's his inheritance. He he will ultimately reach it just by
2: time. Just have to stay alive in Krishna consciousness. This is the perfect application of, the, of this verse. And I'll just say something I heard from Radhik, from uh, Mukunda, the pundit Mukunda Prabhu, Mukunda Dato, the pundit. And so he he was talking about the details of this verse. So Tateinu Kampamsusumikshamanu Bunjane Evatma Kritam Vipakam. Vipakam, what does that sound like? Kumbipaka, if you've read the fifth canto of the Srimad Bhagavatam about different hellish conditions. We can see on this earth we get half heavenly conditions, mostly in California, northern specifically, and also maybe Hawaii. And also, you get hellish conditions. You go to Hawaii, there's still going to be ambulances driving around, and every once in a while, a tsunami that kills everybody. So then there's lower regions where it gets more and more hellish. So one of them is Kumbipaka. Kumbipaka is a kind of place. God, this is a family show. Should I even say this? It's being broadcast. OK, nobody freak out, but there's a place that people who take pleasure in boiling animals alive, and there's a poor little creature and then they throw it in a boiling pot. and they say, there you go. And everyone's waiting there. I'll, I'll just eat this now. So Bhagavatam says, well, there's a reaction for that. that you get to experience it for yourself. And that place is called Kumbhipaka. Because you kind of, you get, boiled alive. Everyone okay? (laughs) It's really horrible, actually, uh, the whole thought of it. But um, the second line in the verse, tattenu kampam susimikshmanu bunjana evatma kritam vipakam, means, I cooked myself. Like there's a huge pot that you could actually fit in. You fill it up with water. You put it on the stove. You turn on the heat. You get inside. You put a little spice, <laughs> and you get a paddle, and you're like stirring the pot, right? That's what it means. Like you, you lit the fire. You got in the pot. You're stirring it. You even put in turmeric, and salt. <laughs> and it's like na 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 na. What are you cooking? Yourself. You cooked yourself. That's what it means. Bunjana Kritamvipa vipakam. So. This thing, you're digging your own grave. It's, it's there in the verse, actually. that You got in the pot, you lit the fire, everything. This means taking full responsibility. Whatever I have now, whatever situation I'm in, this is, I did it. I set myself up for it. And Krishna is just giving me a token of reaction so I know what it feels like. And it will help me. It will give me an impetus to give up the material world altogether. Who wants to say anything more about the first idiom, which is digging your own grave? Is the image sufficiently macabre to alarm you, alarm us? Yeah. Um, I
3: think about the example of Bharat Maharaj, like how um, he was completely practicing everything and then because of the the false compassion that he sowed, he has to take suffer next two lives.
2: Wow, that's pretty heavy. So Bharat Maharaj went off to do his sadhana in a lonely place and then he got distracted and Mukharvinda Prabhu was pointing out that who does he have to blame for giving up his practice. Well, who does he blame, by the way? Because he realizes his mistake when? In his next life. He, he's fully absorbed in the deer when he's leaving the, his body, right? And then in his next life, takes birth as a, beer, a deer, and Krishna gives him the opportunity to remember from that body of what he was in his previous... This is kind of a a way to becomes sober. Have you ever been in a situation like that, where you really blew it, and then you look back, and you go like, oh, I shouldn't have done that? Did you ever please say yes? Otherwise, I'm going to feel all alone here. (laughs) Happens all the time, and not the least of which is mentioned in the Bhagavatam, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu mentioned this pastime to his mother. You read about it in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, that the soul within the womb, comes to consciousness as the body's developing around it and then remembers that, oh, I've done this so many times. And every time I come into this situation, I promise that I'm going to serve you, my Lord. And then as soon as I get pushed out of the birth channel and my senses get reconnected with their objects in the material world, I totally forget. And I pass through a whole lifetime of forgetfulness. And then I end up back in the same place. And I'll say again and again, oh, please, so please let me let me serve you. So the soul sometimes prays that let me just stay here where I'm in full awareness. I don't want to move from this place. I just want to stay here. That's how vital it is. And when somebody actually remembers their position as a servitor of Krishna. So Bharat Maharaj, yes, please, go ahead.
10: I wanted to add to Prabhu's point, um, the example of Bharat Maharaj, I think, is very nice because when you say you're digging your own grave, it's usually when the other person thinks they're doing something really good for themselves, when they think this is the right thing. Like in the case of Bharat Maharaj, he genuinely thought that like it was out of his compassion and love for other living entities that he got a- attached to the deer in that way. And he, in that moment, like most people would appreciate that and celebrate that. It would be like, wow, you're doing such a great, um, great service. But at the end of it, he was actually digging his own grave because um, he was moving away from Krishna.
2: So I really like that example. Yeah, Balaram just brought it to another level, this, this psychological nuance of the fact that he thought he was doing the right thing and just boldly went into that. And that's possible, is it possible we get involved in a activity that's detrimental to us and then... We don't want to hear any advice from anybody. It's possible, right? So one of the ways that Bharat Maharaj could have helped himself. And of course, he's showing by example what not to do. The Bhagavatam has these examples, as is mentioned by Sanatana Goswami in the Brihat Bhagavatam Rita. Those like Bharat Maharaj are showing us, like, this is what can happen if you're not really careful. If he had had some good, yeah, go ahead, Sadhu. If he had made sure to to have good association or someone he could have texted or something. <laughs> uh, Prabhu?
9: Hare Krishna Maharaj. Um, actually, Shastra is texting me some verses. He can't speak right yes, now. Yes, please. Go ahead, but, um, Shastra. He texted me, Janmad Yasya Yaton Vayad Iteratas, uh, the first verse of the Bhagavatam, but basically it talks about day by day everyone is going to Yamaloka and um what is more fast um, it
2: talks about day by day what it talks Hare about Krishna? day by go ahead shastra
6: I think, <laughs> I think no i was sending janmadhyasya tatha for for uh, everything pervades from the lord and the verse i sent for for digging one's own grave i was sending Ahanyahani bhutani gachanti yamalayam sheshasthavaram ichanti kimastaryamata param day by day everyone is going to the abode of Yamaraj, but they have this, they are very, very keen on eternally staying where they are. Uh, what is more fascinating than this? It was the verse that I sent to Yamaraj.
2: Very good. Also, quote another verse that talks about how when Krishna takes every, away everything, he's showing his mercy to the devotee. Who wants to quote it? Okay. Pavani Bhakti. Thank you, Shastra Keep them coming.
7: I was thinking about the story of Ajamila, where he was a very nice Brahmin when he grew up, but he fell down, and uh, in the end of his life, uh, he regretted. uh, But I was thinking, like, Krishna is so merciful that even if he unconsciously chanted his name, he didn't mean to call Krishna, but Krishna um as a like you know loving father he just wants us back uh, by by any condition and i was thinking like there are so many curses famous curses in Srimad bhagavatam where devotees messed it up and uh, uh, krishna by way of curse actually helped them back um like you know nala kuvera mani gajendra so everybody did mistakes but uh, I was thinking that uh, there is a lot of hope for us from all these stories that um, Krishna wants us back. Yeah.
2: This is the best point, because although the, the material world is onerous, place to live, and also there's ample opportunity to make mistakes, and I've obviously made mistakes in the past, just a little bit of attention to, towards devotional service, sincerity, Krishna immediately picks us up. And there's ways in which the Shastra explains that once you've started on the path to devotional service with an intention that I'm going to surrender to Krishna, then even if you still have worldliness in you, that Krishna doesn't count that. He keeps encouraging us in various ways that are appropriate so that we can make advancement in devotional service. As an example, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, Apichet samantavya Api chet means even if somebody is sudarachara, which means they're really entangled in the material world still. They do something that's very worldly. If they, these, if such a person is engaged in devotional service, and it's not to be taken advantage of, that, that negates it. If I think, well, I'll just do devotional service and then do whatever I want, then you're committing an offense. And that, that's dishonest. You have to be sincere. If you're sincere and you're trying, but you're still overwhelmed by this worldliness and the temptations in the material world, Krishna says, still everyone he's talking to everyone said you have to consider this person to be saintly because they're trying and they're in the they're in the proper path and in the next verse he says shriram pavati bhavadītār Sashvats shantim Nagachiti konteya pratijanihi kānteya-pratijānihi bhakti it's guaranteed. He says to Arjuna, you tell everybody in the world. It's guaranteed this person's going to come to the perfect stage, because devotional service is so potent. So we should be encouraged, even though we find ourselves in a hole. What's the advice you give somebody when, you find, when they find themselves in a hole? Stop digging. So take up devotional service. I'll just read a couple more points from this section. You're gonna, you have a point. Please go ahead
9: verse where you know krishna deprives that uh, so it's in 10th canto 80 8 shri bhagavan and the meaning is the personality of godhead said if i especially favor someone i gradually deprive him of his wealth then the relatives of and friends of such a poverty-stricken man abandon him. In this way he suffers one distress after another. So, it's, I just
2: How many here would like to be specially favored by the Lord? <laughs> Come on, put your hand up, don't be afraid. Krishna's not going to hurt you. <laughs> okay, a couple points. That is... Um, Be more, to be self-aware, make sure we're not putting ourselves at a disadvantage. Be aware of, of how we're conducting ourselves, how we're organizing our lives. Don't put yourself at a disadvantage. Try to help yourself. Second is, if you find yourself in a hole, you must understand that you've dug your own grave. I can be a victim and say someone else did this to me, but I'm in this situation now because of me and because of the ways in which I have moved in the world, not just in this life, but in previous lives also. The law of karma says that there is momentum coming into this life from my previous stopovers in various bodies and the ways I have moved in the world. Okay. Uh, There's more to be said about that, but I want to give one other idiom that we can look at, just for variety. Okay, Uh, Have you ever heard the phrase, old wine in a new bottle? So, how does it relate to devotional service? First of all, what does it mean? Old wine and new bottle, meaning of the phrase, we take things for granted, including those phrases. Okay, go ahead.
6: Hi, Krishna Uh So, the meaning of old wine and new bottle means you're just given the same thing with a different packaging.
2: Okay, I'll give you an example. What's that new bubbly water? It's not new, actually. It's just repackaged. The most famous one comes in a can now. Not Coke. It's just flavored water. Look, Who said it? LaCroix. How do you spell that? L A C. R-O-I-X. That means LaCroix. Anybody heard LaCroix? I'm not advertising it necessarily, <laughs> although it's not bad. LaCroix actually used to come in a different container. And then the company heads got together and decided, because we're losing market share to a lot of other bubbly water companies, like who? Evian? San Pellegrino, okay, uh, those are two. They're losing market shares to these two. So they decided we're going to rebrand, repackage. So they did an extensive campaign to find focus groups, people who would taste the water, look at the packaging, and and say what they thought would be best. So in that exercise, the executives in the company also gave their opinions of how they should position themselves, and they thought they would compete with um what's the other one i said san pellegrino and perrier you know perrier it's a water (laughs) with some of it has bubbles in it and then as advertised it comes from a french glacier or something like that so there's a sense and it's more expensive if you buy water at the airport then you'll notice that it's a dollar and fifty cents more at least than the other waters. So they thought let's compete with Perrier and we'll have a fancier bottle. But when it came back from all the focus groups, they said, we want like an every person's water and it wants to be fun. And they gave these ideas about let's dumb it down a little bit. Put it in a can rather than in a bottle. And then they wanted bright colors, and they wanted it to be to look like festive and stuff like that. So that's what they did, because it, the, ev- the evidence for it was overwhelming. And so they rebranded, and they put it in this new can. Do you like the can? Yeah. So the can's kind of fun, and they have a few flavors, and then they're... Uh, product became very popular. Now you get it anywhere, and people buy it by the caseload, LaCroix. It's water, and it's got bubbles in it. Now it's in a can rather than a bottle. It's the same as it ever was, but everyone now is attracted to it because it's in a new new container. So it's an old product, same thing that's ever been there in a new bottle. So, Punak punas Charvita Charvananam. Prahlad Mahar says his expressions of what he learned about in, his, in school. He didn't actually say what he learned in school. He told his father what he learned from his guru, Narada Muni, that everything we have in this world is just recycled. It's the same thing over and over again, but just in a new package. And you think you're going to get something out of it. If you take the fizz out of Lacroix or Coca-Cola or anything like that, will you drink it? It's just a little tiny edge to it because well it it has a little um, fizz to it. And everyone thinks, oh, this is something great. But in the material world, these things come and go. The fizz goes out of everything. And if you look at things in it in for what they are and realize that they're the same thing recycled and that they come and go, Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Yehi Samsparsha Bhoga said a wise person doesn't get infatuated with these repackaged, recycled goods because they know that it comes and goes. And it's the same thing. It's already been done before in many different ways by many different people since time immemorial, and nobody got anything ultimately good out of it and therefore not interested in investing in that. So old wine a new bottle means to remember that sense gratification over and over again. It's the same old thing. There's only one new thing in this world, and that's Krishna. So when we're able to remember that the only fresh thing comes from the spiritual world, like the Srimad Bhagavatam Muni advertises, Tadvag visargo janataga viplovo. It's not from this world. It's not from the closed universe where everything's recycled. You've got something that's actually new. The real fizz. We want that fizz. We want that stimulation that, whoa, that's new. That's hitting my taste buds. But it doesn't happen in the material world. It comes and goes and it becomes a disappointment. But not Srimad Bhagavatam. That has the real thing. And not the holy name that has the real thing. So we have to try to get that substance that you can't get anywhere in the material world. It's not repackaged, rebranded, same old thing, same song. You, you get um, the same songs in every era of the world, just recycled a little bit. And they're all about the same topic, love lost, my dog, up and left me. She drove away with the pickup truck. And here I am on the porch, alone, again. Boo hoo. So, everyone's crying. They write it in more eloquent language, but it's the same theme. That originally comes from the spiritual world, but it's the real thing. It's the Adi Ras. There's a relationship there that's endlessly fascinated. All the soap operas in the world they're just a, a tiny little reflection of that, like a firefly, ref- compared to the sun. So if we can get the real substance and the real fizz, imagine how happy we'd be to get that, instead of getting that which is recycled old wine and new bottle. So this morning, uh, we did some hearing and chanting together. Who can recap everything that we did, starting from, let's just say, the Joppa make drop a great again. Let's remember, just for a minute, everything we talked about. Go ahead, to Karnava. Tell us what we won.
6: Hare Krishna, uh, we discussed uh, the different ways how we can uh, get to chanting 16 rounds. Could we put the fan on?
2: We need more air. We have nothing against air, right? Okay, go ahead.
6: So, uh, how, yeah, to to why do we chant? Ag- why do we chant again and again? Because we want to remember what. I mean, we want to come back to the basics every day, start every day fresh. And so, how do we get to 16 rounds to uh, listen the glories of the holy name? The holy name is non-different from Krishna. Holy name, holy name fulfills all the desires, the having a sankalpa, sense of urgency, and then enactment of helplessness. So these are there are different details that we discussed how we can do that. Thank you. Thanks
2: for remembering. Make chappa great again. Then what did we do? What songs did we sing? Take the mic, tell us what we sang.
4: We began with oh hey Vaishnava Thakura. And then we went to Ujjvala Varna, and then we did, um, we recited the 8th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita, and then um, we also did Divinity and Divine, and then we did Jagannatha Ashtakam, and those are all... Two verses. And then the two verses, the Priya verse. And, and we
2: discussed them, right? Yeah. How did it make you feel, chanting all those shlokas and verses? Did you have some bhav?
4: Uh, yes, I was,
2: <laughs> My godbrother in Vrindavan, he used to come up to me all the time, Bhuvaneshwar Prabhu. He was a bit of a curmudgeon. He was a very humorous person and also kind of a grouch. He cooked the Raj offering in Vrindavan for decades. He lived in a little room. He was a brahmachari, but he was in his 70s when he passed from the world during the pandemic. But he'd always come up to me, Mangalor. goes, "I can't get no bav." <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. You got a little bav. You got to get a little bav every day, right? Feel that. Yeah, I got something from this. Otherwise, niyamagraha. We're just doing it, and we don't know why we're doing it. Just by rote. You didn't actually penetrate. You didn't get some inspiration in the heart that makes makes you feel like. Wow, life's worth living. I want to tell somebody else how nice this is. Okay, what else did we do? We sang. Yep. Jairadha Madhava, tell us about the song.
3: Yeah, Jairadha Madhava we sang and Hare Krishna Mantra, and after that...
2: Where's the song come from?
3: Uh, from the Gita Valley of Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Nice. And uh, then after that we uh, went through the, some of the idioms, uh, one was a cat in the basket, and then uh, don't dig
2: your own gra- grave. I don't think it's a cliche yet, because not that many people know about cat in the basket, but it's more of it a was, was kind of a preamble. I was just framing how we, get, we take things for granted, and we just assume we know what they are or why we're doing it, but we don't. And then cliches are an example that you just say something, it rolls off your tongue, but you don't think of the deep meaning of it. And then we talked about a couple of the ones that are definitely Overused. Go ahead.
3: So, yeah, the one one is that uh, digging your own grave and old wine in the new bottle.
2: Right. And now, when you hear those or use them, you'll think of it in slightly different way, maybe, right? Okay. Okay. So, now we're going to have our Guru Puja. So, what we're going to do is move the carpet out of the way, and all these asans get stacked over there near Panchatattva. And then we'll stand up around Srila Prabhupada and we'll have the Guru Puja ceremony. Thank you very much, everybody. Gor Premanande, Nitaigora Haribol, 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 Nitaigora Haribol, Nitaigora Haribol,
0: Haribol, Haribol, Nitaigora Haribol.